And we're recording. We are back for yet another podcast in the year that is 2022. This is our second podcast of the year. I'll say Happy New Year again, even though it's probably past that time. But uh, Happy New Year. I am one half of the pod. I'm Sam Finlay, also known as Sizzle. This is Sizzle and Quinny. And my partner across from me in Young, still on holidays, on holidays for another six months, is the school teacher himself. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hey guys, you know who it is. Yes, you know, six months holidays. What a what a world that would be. But unfortunately, I don't have six months, but I've got enough that keeps me keeps Three me months. going. Uh, you know it is guys, co-host of the podcast. It's Quinny, also known as Simon. Here we are again. Happy New Year, everybody, again. Like Sizzle said before, a lot of content that's going to be coming out the last couple mm. of weeks in particular. So it'll be good. This year, I think it's gonna be really good. A lot for us to talk about. So I think the podcast is going to keep going strong. And even getting bigger and better this year, I reckon. But other than that, how are you going, Sizzle? I know you've obviously had a bit of an interesting week. Why don't you give us a bit of a yeah, rundown look, about what happened? Uh, my partner um, did a rapid test, was positive. So she's got COVID. I'm a close contact. And because we live together, I've we've just been isolating this week. So we're almost at the end of our isolation. Um, a couple more days to go. But uh, look, I've been lucky enough to have no symptoms. I'm still actually waiting on my results from a PCR test, which is crazy because that was, you know, I got that the first day that she was um, positive on a rapid. We only had the one. So I still don't know whether I've had it or whether I've got it or, you know, I feel fine though. But um, look, it's been, it's been a good opportunity to just relax, watch some movies, watch some shows, play some video games. I recently purchased on sale The Witcher, Wild oh. Hunt. As you um, should. Video game. Game of the year, I think, when it came game out. Game of the year edition um, with yeah. all the expansions. Got, yeah, got these expansions. So I've started playing that. That's been fun. Um, uh, and I've been re-watching the newest Star Wars movies, or well, the newer Star Wars movies, I should say. Recently watched The Force Awakens. Underrated, in my opinion. Underrated, in my opinion. Uh, and obviously, we've had the Book of Boba Fett, and we're going to talk about that at the end. So I won't say too much about that, which has been just a pleasure. I absolutely love that. Euphoria is back. Which is which? Just the first episode. But I don't know a good if you've, show. You've watched it. Is just outrageous. First episode, very very good. Uh, yeah, but look, I'm okay. You're okay, and we're here to pod once again. Uh, look, we're going to talk about Hawkeye. We're going to do a Hawkeye deep dive. We did touch about it, touch on it, I should say, on our Christmas special because Hawkeye was a Christmas. It was a Christmas series, wasn't it? It was, it was one of those, those Christmas feels. It did indeed. So we're going to do our usual rundown. We're going to give our, our highs and lows. We're going to give our character awards being the hero award for the character that we liked the most and our villain award for our least favorite character. Then we are going to give it an infinity gauntlet rating out of six for each stone. And then that will bring us to the end of that. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Boba Fett early, um, early thoughts, I guess, you know, we're only three episodes in so far, three of the seven. And then we are going to maybe touch a little bit on the Witcher, but we are going to save our Witcher talk because we're going to do a full deep dive on Witcher season two in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. Yes. That that's what I want to hear. Well, I'm ready for that. I love season yeah. two of the Witcher. Um, yeah. So look, should we, should we just get straight into it? Because look, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, I've got lots of time though, because I'm on isolation. So, I mean, we could, we could go for three hours here and it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a lot of Hawkeye talk, but I'm not <laughs> mad about that. 
All right, look, let, let's jump straight into it. We are talking Hawkeye. So it's based on the Marvel Comics superhero Hawkeye, also known as Clint Barton. Um, and it centers on the, the adventures of uh, the young Avenger, Kate Bishop, who takes over the mantle as Hawkeye. Um, and we get some pretty some pretty cool characters within this. Kingpin makes his return after yes. appearing in the Netflix Vincent uh, series. Theo, yep. Love him. Daredevil. Big fan. You also get Yelena back, which is, you know, you just love to see it. We get the tracksuit mafia. Um, and we get a bunch of other really just great character grills from the comics. We get grills as well. A lot of comic book characters. We get Lucky the dog. He loves pizza. But come on, That's I right. got I got two dogs. There's all well, you can't be feeding them pizza. They didn't have a balanced diet. Yeah, so I, mean, I know I love what Lucky's pizza, doing. But yeah, but that's, that's tough. That's too a tough much diet pizza to, there. That's a tough diet to sustain. Pull it out. Uh, we also get Maya Lopez, Echo. Yes, who is getting her spinoff, and we have some pretty interesting, a pretty interesting scene with Kingpin in the finale there, which might lead into the Echo series. Uh, which you know is supposedly, I think it's this year that Echo is will it be this year. Out. I hope so because I, I think so. It, it's it's the rumors due. about it sounds like it's going to be great. They got the Daredevil and the Punisher writers coming back to help write episodes for the show, so it has to happen. Says well, surely it's going to happen. You can't so have we'll, the Daredevil guys coming in and not get my boy Charlie Cox in there as Daredevil as Matt Murdock. <laughs> has to be done. Surely he's well, got to appear well, in look, the show. We saw him in Spider Man No Way Home, so look. Yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows? I mean, the, the MCU is just always throwing us things we least expected and, or maybe they, that was expected, but look, you never know the MCU. You never know. All right. So Hawkeye, let's get into it. Highs. We, we both love this show. We did talk a little bit about what we liked about it in our Christmas specials. So you can go back and listen to that if you want even more Hawkeye content and you want you know, to, to, to listen to us talk about it. it's more Christmas uh, focus. But what, what else did you like about it that you didn't mention in the Christmas special? So I think I just, one thing I didn't get to really, I just think overall, I just think it was just a great cast. I just thought all the cast that they selected for the show were great. They all suited the roles quite well. I actually really liked Jeremy Renner in this show in particular. Obviously, I wasn't fully... I wasn't a huge Hawkeye fan throughout all the, you know, the Avenger movies when he's in it and his cameo appearances, but I started to sort of warm up to him a bit more after we saw Endgame and we sort of got to see him as Ronan and then sort of the impact that the blip had on him personally. So I really loved what Jeremy Renner brought to the character in particular for this show. Um, another thing I love Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. She was amazing. I think, her and Clint were just great together. I think throughout the whole series, I just loved every scene that they were in together. Like it was great. It gave me all the feels. They ended up developing a great partnership. And it really made me believe that Kate Bishop can be the new Hawkeye. So I really enjoyed that. Again, I like Tony Dalton. I've never really seen him in much. I loved him as Jack, obviously Eleanor's fiance. And um, yeah, the, swordsman. the nephew of Armin, the swordsman, as we know, based on our Marvel, our Marvel book. He was the swordsman, and I thought he was just an interesting character, very funny, very quirky, very much a lot of, you know, Mask of Zorro vibes I got from um, good old Jack. So I liked. I thought he was a great cast in there. I also loved Kazi. I thought he was another character that I'd never heard of before, also in the comics. It goes on, man. Uh, 
Another thing I'll mention, I love Vera Flaminga. I love all the Conjuring films. My girlfriend Amy would know this. I love these films. She never wants to watch them with me for some reason. She just doesn't want to buy it. But Vera Flaminga as Eleanor Bishop, I just love that. I thought she was, that was a great cast. I nailed that in particular. Great casting choice. I just loved her mother and daughter relationship between her and Kate. And obviously, a couple more things I'll mention. I'll mention again. I loved, obviously, Florence Pugh as Yelena. And I love Vincent as Wilson Fisk. I thought bringing those two into it was great as well. They're just a few of my highs to start off with, Sizzle. I'll let you now kick us off. I focus mainly on the cast, but I'm sure you've got a few more to add for us. Yeah, look, I'll second that. But the cast in this was great. Um, and we sort of spoke about it at the very start of the podcast, but just being introduced to some new characters, you know, Echo, the Swordsman, Jack Duquesne was just a joy. I, I love when when you just get more comic book um, influence and more comic book characters that, that come into it. Um, you know, it, it's so cool to learn about these characters. And after, you know, an episode, you can go and, and read about them and read about their many different stories and, you know, their many different arcs, which is just really, really cool. So, you know, I'll, I'll definitely agree with you on that. The, the cast for this was, was great. And this was one that really, similar to WandaVision, surprised me. It wasn't something that I was you know, so excited for, you know, where Loki, I think everyone, myself, especially because I'm a huge Loki fan was just, boy. you know, pumped for Loki. You knew it was going to be great. It was a character everyone's invested in. It's a character that everyone's seen a lot of and, you know, has been, you know, great within the movies. So everyone was expecting big things. And I don't think everyone really expected, you know, Hawkeye to be this good. Um, when we got the first trailer and we found out that it was going to be a bit of a Christmas special, that obviously got me a little bit more excited, got you more excited as well. But this just, I think, capitalized on both that. You know, it had the Christmas vibe to it. It had the Christmas feels. It was really fun watching it in December. Because in December, you and I, we like to really get into the Christmas spirit. We've got our Christmas tree up. You know, we're watching a lot of Christmas movies. Christmas and this sweaters. Just, yeah, Christmas this hats. just, it's slotted in nicely. And, you, you know, we're going to talk about The Witcher, you know, in, in depth next week. And we'll touch on that. And that came out, you know, you know, just before Christmas as well. And I found it kind of hard to, and I actually waited a little while to watch The Witcher because I found it hard to watch that you know, around Christmas time, because I wanted, you know, things that had Christmas vibes in it. So that would maybe be my, if, you know, we'll talk about that, about, you know, lows for, for the Witcher. It might've been just the timing of it because, you know, it's perfect for the holidays, but maybe, you know, just around Christmas was a little too, too soon for me. I but, definitely watched it after Hawkeye. So yeah. Whereas, you know, this for me, it was just perfect timing. Like it slotted straight in. I didn't need to, you know, get my Christmas fix elsewhere because, you know, I got it every episode with Hawkeye. So that was just a huge, huge high for me. Uh, it was fun. It was very fun. Like all the MCU shows have been so far, every episode had, you know, just some great, great comedic scenes in there. I mean, how can you not like Kate Bishop and uh, Elena? Uh, they're, I guess, just all their scenes together. You know, they would make an awesome duo. They need to just have their own show. Spin-off shows. They're awesome, awesome. Yelena and Kate Bishop, like, I'm all for that. You know, the fight scenes, they sort of both don't want to kill each other, but, you know, they're both competitive. And you can tell, like, Yelena's so much stronger and so much more skilled than Kate Bishop, yet Kate's, you know, just... And she sort of knows that. Kate knows that she's, there's no way she's going to beat her, yet she'll still go up against her. And I think, you know, Yelena sort of, like, respects that. You know, they have, they have some some great scenes. One in particular is when they're in the lift and, uh, you know, Kate presses all the buttons in the lift and Yelena's like, don't do it, don't do it. She does it. 
so I, I really love their camaraderie. I thought those two characters in particular were probably the highlight of this show. And, you know, we'll get into an M- our MVPs, you know, our hero award later. So I won't, won't talk too much about that. But look, they were just two fantastic characters, two fantastic actors. You know, it's great to have a new character. and Because we've, we've had Yelena, she was obviously in Black Widow. But now we get Kate Bishop, Hayley Steinfeld are playing Kate. And she's done an amazing job. So, you know, if we're getting the Young Avengers, which... Um, it looks like we're going to get. I'm all they for. I think it's Kate happening. Bishop. There's rumors out there. You never know. Yeah. I'm all for Kate Bishop as the new Hawkeye. Uh, I'll pass it back over to you because I've done a little bit, a little bit of um, rambling. Then that's all right. Um, I think some more highs for me for the show overall. I loved, as you know, Sizzle knows this. I love a bit of action. I love a bit of street level action. I love, in particular, I loved how, you know, episode three, we got the really awesome action scene where they're like fighting through the to- the toy store and you see sort of, you know, Hawkeye going to work and you also see Maya, aka Echo, showing that she's obviously got some game as well. I also loved how Kate Bishop was there too. And I just thought that was very humorous, the way that they were fighting the tracksuit mafia. I just love how you kind of got to see, it's definitely a Christmas movie. They're in a toy shop, they're wrestling, they're fighting, they're crawling through ball pits. They're throwing like toys at each other. I thought that was really fun. And I loved also the driving scene as well. When they're always they're driving through New York. Sizzle mentioned it in our Christmas podcast. I loved how they go through like the Christmas tree market mm. where they can get their own Christmas trees. I really love that sort of whole action scene. And it just really, I thought, brought a lot to the show. And that's what I wanted to see from a Hawkeye movie. A lot of, you know, you know, arrow work, a lot of combat, which is what we got. So I love that. I also loved um, the Echo flashbacks as well. I thought that was really interesting too. And from memory, I think that was episode four, I think, where we focus on her in particular and like all her flashbacks and where she came from, who she was, who her father was. And we kind of get to see those little breadcrumbs, those little Easter eggs of my boy Wilson, Wilson Fist, aka the Kingpin, in the background, his giggle, the nice suit, the, all that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed how we got her backstory it really brought a lot to the um, the show itself. So again, that was one of my favorite parts of the sh- uh, of that um, season. And you get to kind of get to see Ronan kill her father. So, oh, sorry, that was episode three. I apologize. Ep- episode three echoes where that was probably one of my favorite episodes of the whole season. And I loved how they had the flashbacks plus the mixture of all the combat as well, which I thought was really enjoyable. Um, a few other things I could go on for a while. I love this show. Sizzle knows this. I really enjoyed this show. I mean, come on, let's give it up. Give it up to, you know, Grills, our boy Grills at the LARP event. I love that. I love that scene where you see Hawkeye go to like Central Park and he gets involved in LARPing. And you know what, Sizzle? I would love to do LARPing in New York. Why not? Let's dress up, get our night gear on, get our swords I'm in. and our shields. I'm in. I just loved it. And I love how he was like so against it at the start, Hawkeye or Clint. And then as you kind of see the scene, he starts to really enjoy himself. So I really enjoyed the LARP area of this show as well. It sort of brought it, again, that humor into the show as well. So it wasn't, wasn't so much gritty and street sort of that street vibe, but I really enjoyed it. So again, that's more highs than me. And again, you mentioned it before. I think we've mentioned it as well. Yelena, of course, loved her in this. I loved, obviously... Um, episode five where you sort of see what happens to her and when she blips Mm. and how we see the instant blip that was was a really cool scene and then come on man who 
that scene between her and Kate, like, you know, having dinner together, you know, with the, the macaroni and cheese, the spicy sauce, like Yelena just stole the show for me. Every scene that she was in, I just loved it. It was amazing. And again, yeah, I could go on forever, man, but yeah. <laughs> Were you in or out for Kingpin's outfit? Obviously it was a throwback to Spider-Man Absolutely uh, family loved it. business. Yeah. You were all for it? Loved it. I loved how, I thought it was funny. He had the cool, the jacket on. He had the cool Hawaiian Christmas shirt on. I was loving it. And I love, again, like you mentioned, Hawkeye was really good using a lot of the comic book material. They really went well going back to the comics to get out all those characters, all those features. And I think that just added to his character. And it was just cool because obviously the actor Vincent who plays him was like, you know, that was like his screensaver. Like he loved that comic. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of cool that he said, I insisted I need to have this shirt when we do this, when I have my appearance. I really liked it. I think it was really cool. And there's reasons why, like, oh, again, I forgot to mention this. another high for me when he fights Kate Bishop. Mm. You actually see Kimpin, as we know, in form. And a lot of people were like, oh, you know, he's just breaking door. But that's a, in the actual comics, that's he's supposed to have like heaps. He's super strong. I think he's like 400, 500 pounds of just pure muscle. Like he's a beast. And a lot of people like, you know, how come, you know, he gets hit by arrows and all that. But, you know, if you know, if you read the comics and you watch the Daredevil show, all his suits are laid with like body armor and stuff like that. So that's obviously why he can just bounce off bow arrow and all that kind of stuff. So all those sort of trick arrows, which I thought was pretty cool. So that was a really awesome scene as well. Another, another thing I was going to ask you is, did you like how you were talking about Kingpin? Did you like how they revealed him? Because I know on a first watch, that wasn't your favorite episode. Then you obviously watched it again and you really liked it. But did you like how they revealed him or would you have preferred, you know, a reveal of maybe him stepping into the scene or because how it was revealed was, you know, it was like a photo off like a, a phone, right? To end the episode, it was kind of like the, the cliffhanger at the end of uh, episode four. Yeah, episode five. Yep. Was it episode was it five? Yeah, episode five and they yeah, identified Kingpin. Yep. Yeah, sorry. So did you like that or would you have rathered him you know an intro where he just you know walk you know the classic more classic i guess introduction walks him if he's walking sick no i I thought it was perfect i honestly think it was you know cherry on top of that episode for me it was a great episode and i just thought that added a little bit of flavor to at the end it was very it was very simple i enjoyed it i really enjoyed i thought it was a really cool way to introduce him i'm kind of glad they did it that way i reckon it was nice i didn't want to obviously take away too much from the show itself it was just cool just to see them, you know, here we go. Here's the photo. There's the reveal. We all sort of thought it was coming, but I really enjoyed it. So I was all for that. And I thought it added to the episode. It just made it even a better episode for me and probably is my favorite, I think, overall on yeah. my, you know, on my first watch of this show. Yeah. What a turnaround. Your least favorite episode to your favorite. To my Love favorite. It. That's Love what it. happens when you have some Christmas eggnog and you're not really paying <laughs> yeah. attention when you're watching. So I think... <laughs> Originally, my hierarchy it was probably like episode three, five, and six, but now it's probably five, three, six, I'd say, uh-huh. Uh-huh. in my sort of what ones I like for this show. But I think yeah. it was great, man. And then obviously, I love how in episode six, you see him walking in with his, his iconic walking stick. They zoom in on his shoes. It sort of builds up. And you see him. He's just such a huge figure. So I enjoyed it. I love the reveal. I wanted more Kingpin, to be honest. But I think it was what they needed for the show for it to kind of, you know, Give me what I wanted as a sort of street level TV series. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll add, add a few more things. One thing I really loved in this was getting to see 
Clint and, and Kate work together, particularly the scenes where you get to see Clint actually create all the trick arrows. Awesome. I loved that because, you know, in the movies, Clint doesn't, well, he doesn't have his own movie. Like this show was Hawkeye and it wasn't even really, you know, centered around him. It was sort of centered around the both of them with, you know, sprinkling in of other uh, MCU characters. So it was cool to just sort of get a little bit more of context about, you know, the type of person he is, as well as like what he's actually capable of. And they made him very like human in this because, you know, he's an Avenger, but all the other Avengers, you know, minus, yeah, I guess, um, uh, minus um, uh, Black Widow, you know, have certain powers or, you know, costumes that, you know, your Iron Man who's got his suit. His whole crazy suit, Stark Tech, yep you know, it's ridiculously strong, you know, when he's in um, the Hulk form and you've got Thor, who's a god. I'll say our boy Thor, he's a god, yeah, god of thunder. It, exactly. And Hawkeye, he's just a, a regular regular Joe that's, well, he's not a regular Joe. He's a trained marksman, but he doesn't have any powers. So, you know, he, and he shows it in this, you know, when he gets hit in the face, he, he gets, gets hit, hit in the face. He's and, got the ice you know, packs, the peas yeah, that's, on his shoulders. That's going yeah. to swell up. Like he's Thor like gets deaf hit in the in face, one yep. nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, so I loved how they showed more that. realistic, yeah, yeah, and obviously, you know, and it's, it's a comic. It goes to the comic books about how he has a hearing aid, and it, they sort of show. And you mentioned this in the last podcast, and sort of showed how that sort of happened, which was which was great. So, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about this, but just there's there just a few things that I really loved about this show. Any any um, final? This, um, yeah, I'm just gonna add. Uh, just in general, all the Christmas vibes throughout the whole yeah. show. The music. I mean, that was just Christmas an absolute high, wasn't it? The Christmas yeah. movies, like the, you know, she comes over, they watch movies together, all that kind of stuff. Loved it. And I also loved how it was connected to the Spider-Man movie, as you know. So I like, I enjoyed how they were kind of on at the same time. Would have loved to see Spider-Man in this show. That would have been outrageous, but you know, I would have loved to see it. Yeah, there was lots of rumors that maybe, maybe we would get a, a, a Spider-Man cameo, but man, That's okay. that would have that would have cost them cost them a bit of bit of extra extra money just for a small cameo. Yeah, get Tom Holland on there. He's now going to be paid ridiculous amounts of money to do Spider-Man movies after the success of No Way Home. Anyway, back to Hawkeye. Yeah, back to Hawkeye. All right, let's talk lows. I, I don't have many. Yeah, so I don't have can, many either. Yeah. We can probably uh, skim through this quite quickly. I, I don't know. Did, did you have any that really stood out to you? Because mine are very nitpicky. So my own, like the only real nitpicky ones that I can think of is I kind of didn't really, I didn't really like how we didn't get a post-credit stinger. I know you mentioned this I was, previously. I was going to mention the exact That was a thing. big one for me. I didn't really like how they just showed you the Rogers nah. musical. Like, yeah, it was kind of cool and funny in the we show We should have itself. got two, two post-credit scenes like to have seen Two post-credit scenes. Oh, you know what? Okay, you show me Rogers musical. Give me another one at the end. Maybe another one that I would have liked to see. Exactly. That could link into another law of mine would be, I didn't really like how, you know, Kingpin's in it for like episode six and they're like pretty much they shoot him at the end and you don't really know what happens to him. Mm. What I would have loved, I reckon he's still alive. Obviously there's no way he's dead. You would introduce him for one episode. So I think that was a bit of a low for me. I felt like I want a bit more out of the Kingpin, like sort of Maya sort of showdown, but maybe even like a post credit scene where you see possibly, you know, a hospital, it's dim, it's gloomy. And then you see Kingpin just like, you know, laying down in the hospital bed, like in a coma or something. And they go, oh, so you got to make it to the next minute his eyes open or whatever. I don't know. I would love to maybe see something of him to connect 
this show to maybe the Echo show that's going to be coming out. Or you know what? Even just a cameo of my boy Daredevil or something. Like, it just pops in somewhere. Would love to see something like that. Other than that, that was really like my main lows. Would and you I, have rather would you have rather Daredevil cameo in this over Spider-Man No Way Home? Or do you prefer it being in if you had to pick? Or would you leave it as nah, I think I like it as it is. I think I like how we got Kingpin in this and we got Daredevil and Spider-Man because they're obviously mm-hmm. two key figures in the success of that show. And I kind of yeah. think it's cool. It probably would have been a bit too overboard if we had both of them in the same sort of show. So I think it was kind of good that they made it separate, but it's good to know that it's going on at the same time as mm. it, like it's in the same timeline pretty much. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to see. I would have liked to see a bit more of that. Other than that, though, that's pretty much it. And I guess another low, I love Jack, but I would have maybe liked to see him if he was more like that swordsman villain that I thought he yeah. was going to be. But other than that, that's pretty yeah, much look, that, it that was- for me basically the big one for me i would have liked to see jack actually sort of embody the swordsman and i I would have liked to have just gotten a bit more of him because they sort of like and i guess they do they trick us a little bit the first few episodes you sort of think he's going to be the big bad yeah and it turns out that's not to be not the case i I would have just liked to see him in action more i would it would have been awesome to get the scene with him going up against uh clint you know yeah yeah that would have been cool yeah, you know, Clint with the Ronan sword and then, you know, Jack with, you know, whatever, one of his many thousand swords that he has. But, you know, it, it was still, it, I, I liked what they did with him, but I would have yeah. liked to have just gotten a bit more of him. And I, I hope we yeah. see him again in the MCU. I'm sure we will. But um, look, maybe I, I'd like in to see. a future, you know, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Yelena, Black Widow, maybe show. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll maybe. come back. Yeah. Possibly. We'll, we'll see, uh, yeah. One thing I was going to ask you about, though, and I thought you would have had this as a low, and I'm surprised you didn't. I was about but to say, anyway, but go on. Um, well, and yeah. no, no, you go, you go. Okay, because it might lead into what I was thinking just then. Were you disappointed with the reveal about the Rolex and it yep, turning would, out? Yeah, <laughs> it turning out to be uh, Clint's wife's uh, all along, and. Laura Barton, and which means and goes to sort of, I guess, um, hint that she's Mockingbird. Yep, age which, 19. Yep. Yeah. And I guess it's already been said, but it further decanonizes um, Agents of the Shield, the show that I know you love. And so were you a bit disappointed about that? Or, you know, yeah, what did I you thought, think about the yeah, whole reveal? I felt because I, I was felt, a bit disappointed about yeah, that. I felt like it was a bit sort of like, I thought like it was going to be a main plot line but it was kind of at the start like the early half of the season it was all about this watch right they were talking about this watch i need to get this watch you know why does echo have the watch why does he have a list of like clint's family blah 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 and they kind of just sort of forgot about it and they sort of then just sort of focused on eleanor and then obviously kingpin i felt like the watch sort of was just put to the side a bit and then Mm. it didn't really there wasn't really much explanation as to why is it a big deal that people know that she's agent 19 or mockingbird um, and then, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm, I've only really just started watching Agents of Shield properly. I'm like halfway through season three, and Asia 19 in it is she's amazing in it. Like she's awesome. Like the actress that plays is, plays it well, and she's a really interesting character. So it sort of sucks that they did obviously decanonize it. So I just thought it was, yeah, it was a, for me. It was probably a bit of a low. Like you know, it was. I thought it was gonna be a lot bigger than it was. Mm-hmm. And I guess like, okay, if she's, okay, if she's agent 19, you know, why do they want to know about it? Was Why did she like work for Kingpin? Like, does she have some sort of association past with those guys? I don't know. Cause they didn't really explain 
why they wanted the watch so badly to find out her identity, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, you read my mind, since I was literally yeah. about to say that. And you're yeah, like, that's what, that's what I do. That's what we do on the podcast. Uh, look, yeah, fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, all right, let's move on to our um, character awards. Let's talk hero and let's talk villain. So we'll start with our hero, our favorite character, our MVP, if you will. I'll go first here. And look, but for me, it was between two characters. We've already spoken about them. It was between Kate Bishop and Yelena. And it was tough because I loved them both so much in this. And I'm going to give it to, and it was so hard. I was originally going to give it to Kate because she was in it for the entirety of the series. But I just have to give it to Yelena because the impact. Like she just came in on a heater. Dropping 60 dropping 60 off the bench and like her introduction when she first comes has the mask on and takes it the off black you widow gear. Yep. she's got the yeah she's got the black widow gear on she's got all the black widow she's got the staff as well that you know the widows use when she's just beating up clint in the final episode and she almost kills him she was great like we got her at her comedic best and then we got her at her emotionally uh emotionally raw and just you know so true to um someone's feelings you know when she has that face face off with with clint at the the final episode so look for me it, it has to go to yelena although you know a very very on very very um high honorable mention to kate bishop because she was absolutely amazing in it as well and look i can't wait to see more of her love it nothing wrong with that hero award sizzle so Again, for me, this is going to be tough. Uh, obviously, we both love Yelena in this, but you know what? I've got to be different. I've got to mix it up a bit. I can't always do what Sizzle does. We can't always be, you know, on on the same page the whole time. So for me, this was between two people, really. One of them was Kate Bishop, who I was all for. I really enjoyed Kate Bishop. I love the introduction of her character in this show. I can really see her being the new Hawkeye. I'm going to surprise a few people. I'm going to surprise, I think, Sizzle. He might be a bit rattled by this. Hit me. Hit me. But, you know, I love you, Lena, but sorry. I gave her the MVP. She was my hero in Black Widow. I can't give it to her again. I've got to mix it up a bit. Yeah. But you know what? I really liked, I really enjoyed um, Maya Lopez. Not going to lie. Yeah. Echo. Big fan of big. Echo on this show. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad I know at, at the start of this, at the start of the season, she was, for me, really interesting. Like, I found her, how is this, you know, this young lady who's, you know, who's deaf, She's got the um, one, you know, the amputated leg, the metal foot, the metal leg, whatever it might be. How is she suddenly in charge of this whole mafia, the tracksuit mafia? And like I said, Sizzle knew this. Echoes is pretty much was my favorite episode. Of, was almost my favorite episode of this whole show. And I really enjoyed her flashback scenes with her father. It mm. really, you know, it, it was literally happened for about five minutes. We got flashbacks of her father and her relationship. I was hooked, man. I loved it. Like I was invested emotionally. Like I got really yeah, emotional both. when her father was killed, and I just sort of loved her get up. You know, the leather jacket. You know, she was a bit of a badass. She comes mm-hmm. in the end of episode two. There's all this loud music playing in the room, and she's just sort of sitting there jigging out. But you don't realize she's deaf at that point in time. <laughs> and you know what? Another reason why she's my hero. She's got her own series. It's going to be called Echo, and it's going to bring back, I'm assuming, Kingpin and Daredevil, who I both love in the Marvel in the Fair Marvel points. sort of universe. So the Netflix universe in particular. So for me, I'm giving it never heard of it before. I never really knew much about echo, but I want to see more. And I'm actually really keen to see her show and to see more of her in the future. So 
my hero is going to be Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Love to hear it. All right, look, uh, let's let's put on the Infinity Gauntlet. Let's do our best, Thanos. What about villain? Who's the villain, though? Who's your villain? Uh, oh, wow, I've just completely skipped it. Uh, yeah, we need to give... I mean, that's how good this show was. It was there's almost so good that we had to skip... The villain or the villain? Uh, yeah, let's let's do that before we. we I don't even know. This Thanos. is hard. I don't even know who my villain's going to be. Uh, look, I mean, again, difficult. We're being very critical here. Too critical, some might say. I think, yeah. Look, if you if you have to pick someone, I think my villain's going to be Kazi, or, or Kazi, I should say. Um, look, yep, he could have he could have yep. given it all away. And as you said there, you know, you're just talking up Maya so highly, Echo so highly. He could have given it all away and gone on the run with her, yet he decides to stay true to Kingpin and, you know, has his face down with her. She ends up toasting him. You know, come on. Come on, my man. Like, I don't know whether they had like a, uh, a more loving relationship and there was more to it than, you know, just a friendship. But look, he he did he did our girl Maya dirty, and look, you could tell he didn't want her, but he did it anyway. You know, yeah. he was too too frightened of Kingpin, so yeah, I got to give got to give it to uh to uh, Kazi. Yeah, I think you know what, straight sets for me too. I think it's Kazi for me. Um, again, why you know Echo? She wants to be with you. She wants to run away together. Just go off it, bro. You don't need to be hanging out with Kingpin anymore. It's yeah. over. Like you informed on a dad, you did a dirty already. She's giving you a second chance and you just couldn't do it. Yeah, it was pretty cool that you caught an arrow somehow when like Clint shot it at you. That was yeah. probably the best thing you did all season because pretty much every other scene that he was in, he just got toasted. Like you said, he, did, he got yeah. smashed every single time. And then Echo just gives him the business in the end. So my villain goes to Kazi. Yeah, look, we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Like he does, uh, right. he obviously learns sign language, which I think is really cool. But you know, yeah, that doesn't. You're still, you're still the villain to me. You just went, you know, you had to be there for Echo, and you just weren't. So come on, mate, step up. Yeah, come on, come on. Uh, all right, look, let's let's actually give it an Infinity Gauntlet rating now. We'll put on the Infinity Gauntlet rating, or maybe we'll put on the the Kingpin robes, uh, and we will give this an a uh, a rating out of six for each Infinity Stone. I'll let you go first and then I'll then I'll put on the gauntlet. I like it. So again, my rating is going to change because last time we did this, Sizzle was like, you can't be doing 5.9 yeah, or whatever I gave. You can, so look, here we go. Here we go. Today, let's clear the air here. Let's clear the air here. You can give it a, you can give it a, a, a 0.5, like a half score. So you can so go 2.53, but you can't give it a 2.7 or a 2.5. Four or I can't give like 5.75. It has to be 5.5. No, it has to okay. be 5.5 or a six. Right. It so makes now, it easier. Does make it easier. And because of that, and Sizzle doesn't like when I give him when I stitch him up <laughs> with different numbers, he likes it to be, you know, a certain way. I'm not great at math. I need I need, you know, you know, simple, simple numbers. Simple numbers. So I'm gonna be easy. I'm gonna make it easy for him. This will impact all my other ratings that I've done for these Marvel shows again. It's gonna change. And look, we're gonna jump on a podcast very soon and we're gonna we will. Just- just have a ratings podcast yep. where we just rank and rate everything. Yep. So, again. all right. I love Hawkeye again. It was my favorite, definitely my favorite Marvel TV show so far. Really enjoyed it. Loved it. I liked it more than Loki. I liked it more than 
Falcon Wind Soldier, One Division, what if we did our little rank- rankings like last podcast. So for Sizzle, you know, I gave Spider-Man a six out of six. So that was huge for me. You know, that was a six out of six. That's one of my top three. But for Hawkeye, I can't give it. It's not top three yet for me. It's a TV show. I think it's hard for a TV show to probably be into my top five. I think it's a bit hard to do that. Mm, so for the hard. sake of the argument, this will impact all my other rankings and my gauntlet ratings. I'm going to give it a five and a half out of six. So I'm going to put on five and a half stones for my gauntlet. Come on, do, do your best, uh, will... do your best uh, kingpin voice. <clears throat> it's time <laughs> for New York to know who runs this town, and that's Kingpin Wilson Fisk. <laughs> Love that's it. my Love it. that's my voice. <laughs> kingpin accurate. The, I don't know. I got the line wrong, but he says something like that. I like know? it. Yeah. Look, hey, time for this town to know who Kingpin is. Whatever <laughs> he says. Anyway, so five and a half out of six for me, Sizzle. And I'm happy with that rating. That's good. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, I'm going to rate this very highly as well. I'm not as high on it as you. I mean, I'm very, still very high on it. It's my second favorite of the Marvel series that we've gotten so far. But Loki still is number one for me. I loved Loki. Love it, love it, love it so much. Um, but look, this got me, gave me the Christmas feels. It you know, had comedy. It also had some really great drama and some great um, action scenes. So I'm not going to give it a 5.5 but I am going to give it a five. So putting on the gauntlet, charging up five out of six. What's your Wilson Fisk for me? Impersonation. <clears throat> right. Maya, Maya, what? Maya, I love you. I love you. Don't do this to me. Don't shoot that, me, Maya. That was good. That was Maya. really good. No, she's he's, like he's not dead. He's not dead. I'm coming back. He is. <laughs> Fisk doesn't die. He's the kingpin. Doesn't die that he easily. He's the kingpin. He's the kingpin. All right. We have done it. Hawkeye. That, 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 that is our Hawkeye deep dive. Um, so look, stay tuned for our next deep dive, which is going to be Witcher season two. But before we do that, before we finish here, let's just, you know, I just want a, a, a quick, like, let, let's put on the, um, the minute clock here. Give me a minute on Witcher season two. And this is a bit of a preview for our Witcher uh, deep dive, which we'll do probably in our next episode. Uh, all right, look, I'm putting on the minute and then go, give me a minute on what, you know, your, your just initial reactions for Witcher season two. All right. So here it is. Here's my minute. You know, Sizzle knows this. I love the Witcher. I've read all the books. I played the game. I played the game first before I read the books. The game got me into the books. COVID sort of served me well last year. I read all the books and I love them. So for the fact that this show, I'm going to say right away, way better than season one. You get to see a lot more. It's a lot more similar to all the actual books. So it's based on Blood of Elves and Time of Contempt. So far, I love it. You see Siri training in Kaer Morhen. Trish is so much better in this show. Yennefer is still pretty hot. We love Yennefer. Geralt's around. We love Geralt. My boy Yaxa, Dandelion's in there. We get to see Rayons. Got to love me some Rayons, the Fire Mage. He's a big deal in the books. He's a big character. Overall, I'm loving this show. Yarpin's back. The Dwarfs are there. All that good stuff. Another thing to think about. The Witcher, come on, man. You see different monsters. He's slaying monsters. He's getting it done. They're hearing prophecies. They talk about the Elder Blood. And finally, we love it. The Wild Hunt is back. And that is time. There's a timer. It's gone off. There you go. A very concise uh, minute there. You, look, I mean, if, if I hadn't have watched it, you would have sold me there. But I have, have of course, watched it. All right, put on, put on your time for me, Quinny. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I said, oh. You ready? Three, 
two, one, go, start. Look, I mean, the first thing I'm going to say, this series, season two, has my beloved Yennefer in it. I mean, that's all I really need to say. I could just, I could just end there. Yennefer's in it. She's my all-time uh, celebrity crush. Yennefer Vengabar, like, I mean, come on. That's all I need to say. She's in it. She loses. I mean, this is a, a bit of a spoiler. So, you know, maybe pause it now. She loses the powers in this. And yet she's still as amazing as always in this series. Look, I mean, Henry Cavill as uh, Geralt, as the Witcher, just an all-star uh, in this series. I mean, he was great in season one. Season two, he's even better. We get to see his relationship with Siri really develop. And you get to see him sort of like a father figure, which I really loved. And you get to see some new characters as Quinny talked about. And we get the Bard. We get Yaskier back with Yen and the Witcher once more. And we also get to see a lot of other witches in this, which is really cool because we don't really get to see more than um, our, our boy Henry Cavill in season one. Minute up. Man, those, that, that, those, those, uh, those minutes go very quickly. They are very, it's hard to do it in a minute, but it's good. I like how we bring it into the podcast. It's good. Yeah. Look, we, we so won't much to talk about for this yeah. show, by the way. So, yeah. So, look, let, let's, let's leave it. Let's leave it there. We'll, we are going to do a full episode on this. So, you know, stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll try to get it out maybe next week. Um, but look, I mean, I just, I can't wait because this was, this was fun. This was fun. It's a shame it wasn't this year because, I mean, we'd already be talking about it for show of the year, but, you know, last year. So who knows? Uh, all right. Before we end, we must quickly also touch on Boba Fett. We're three episodes in now, the book of Boba Fett. Talk to me. I mean, how great is this show? I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it. We've only, we've only had three episodes, only a small sample size. But again, I've always liked Boba Fett. It was always an iconic, even though it's just crazy to think how he's literally in the movies, the original like seven minutes of screen time, like the whole two movies that wow. he's in. And he barely says but anything. He barely says anything, but he just, you know, he's just a mystery. He's got his helmet on, similar to Darth Vader. I'm very invested in this show. He's a cool character. There's a reason why The Mandalorian is based on pretty much, you can tell it's very much influenced by Boba Fett and obviously mm. Mand- uh, Mandalore that's from the Clone Wars TV show. I'm loving, I'm getting a lot of Godfather vibes from this show. I'm loving yeah. how we get in different timelines, which sort of makes sense. I really enjoy how we're spending a bit of time with both Boba Fett when he escapes and then when he sort of, what he becomes in the modern, in the present as like the mafia boss or the crime lord. So, mm-hmm. so far, like I'm really enjoying it. Like I'm loving it. Keep it coming, Disney. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about this. Keep it up. Keep bringing me some Star Wars content. Yeah, I want all the Star Wars content. Like, this is just a fun show. I mean, it's so good. You get to see really what happened to Boba Fett after, you know, we think he, he's dead. You know, we think in, in the original movies, he obviously um, gets eaten. But no, it turns out Boba Fett lives on and he lives on to have a pretty awesome legacy, which we've which we're starting to see in this, you know, it sort of kicks off at the end of Mandalorian, which was just fantastic. And amazing. Yeah. How about like, his appearance? His appearance in Mandalorian was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was an MVP um, appearance right there. So look, I'm loving, I'm loving the, uh, the flashbacks. It's really cool to get a bit more of an insight, um, you know, of the, um, the Tuscan Raiders, uh, the Tuscan yeah. Raiders and Tatooine is- being like a water planet and all that kind of used to be all water. That was pretty cool too. Yeah. So it's just a fun show. It really is. You know, Fennec Shan, I absolutely love, love. love me some Fennec. She's amazing also character. in Agents of Shield. She's also the voice of Milan. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So look, I can't wait. You know, three episodes in, bring on the next four. 
um black chrysanthemum i mean like awesome awesome character like it was badass cool like a, an evil yeah. version of chewy but like a gladiator yeah, like, version took like, like 10 crazy. people to take him down that was a cool, um, that was a good episode yeah look i'm not convinced he's he's not coming back maybe I, I you know he's he's a bold prediction i think he's coming back and i think he'll be on boba fett's side i think he'll come well, back because based on the comics apparently they they like work together for um vader darth vader like hires them for jobs there you go yeah, so he's coming back. He's coming back. Uh, so. Look, I mean, we're only three episodes into this, but I want really early, uh, an early uh, prediction from you. Is this show going to be better than Mandalorian? Obviously, it's hard because Mandalorian, we've got the two seasons so far, but do you think this has the potential to be better or do you think Mando is still going to be pretty t- tough to beat? I feel like Mando is going to be tough to beat, man. Like Mando was such a great show it's so different like when they first introduced it we hadn't seen anything like it for a while so like it has the potential to be like up on the mando level but remember we both gave mando like a six out of six so boba fett's got to have to do a little bit more work to be up there and again it's hard because like you said we've only got one season of boba fett we've already seen two of mando so we'll see man but either way i'm really enjoying it yeah likewise likewise uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, it needed to do something pretty spectacular um, to top Mandalorian because Mandalorian season one and then season two, was even more amazing. so, yeah. were just amazing. Like some of the best, you know, TV you'll ever watch. Like Some of the best you know, Star this, Wars you'll ever watch. Yeah, some of the best Star Wars. I mean, I think Movies and we, TV. Like I think when we, we did our Star Wars um, rankings, it was like it was number two high. or three for yeah, us. Yeah, it was definitely really? out there. I think it was, I was yeah, it might have been two possibly yeah, I think it was, I think it was our top... We both had it in our definitely top three. In the, yeah. Anyway, look, uh, it's going to be tough to beat that. But you know, who knows? Maybe this goes two seasons and then it's just as amazing. Who knows? Mando might even show up. Like, we I might really get hope we get a Mando. Cameo. I hope we like, get a Mando cameo. Who knows? Or our girl. Um, what's our girl's name? Targaryen. What's her name in this? Kira. Oh, uh, Kira. Yeah. I mean, that. that I think could be, be on the cards. Bring I Kira that, back. She was good. I think that could be on the cards. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm assuming. So this is this is set. I mean, you're a bit, bit more of the Star Wars um, historian. So this is obviously set after uh, Mandalorian. We know that, and it's which well, is yeah, also it's, set. Yeah. It's also set after Darth Vader's demise. So would this be set around the same time that like Kylo Ren is in power so, and Snoke is in power? No, or is this, this is so. This is pretty much the same timeline as Mando. So it's like set. In like what is it five baby or whatever so it's like 15 uh-huh. or 20 years before uh before kylo ren comes into it like 15 right. years before that i think so it's just after like obviously return of the jedi so that year between that and the newest movies gotcha gotcha all right so we won't be getting a kylo ren cameo anytime i don't think so <laughs> adam driver will not be returning no <laughs> don't uh, think yeah. so Look, all right, that's, uh, I think that's all we got time for today. Anything else, any final words before we finish up? Other than that, you know, if you haven't already, guys, make sure you watch Hawkeye. Make sure yeah. you watch The Witcher. And yeah. Also, make sure you're watching some Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, look, lots of content. I mean, you've got, you got Ozark coming out in like a week's Ooh, time. Give me some Ozark. Got, the new season of Euphoria is here. Obi-Wan's got- supposed to be coming out soon. Obi One's coming out soon. The Batman going to be amazing. The I mean, it's Batman. Just, it's just so much content. It's it's ridiculous. It really All love is. and thunder, like we mentioned. Yeah, really is ridiculous. Multiverse um, of madness. But look, I'm here for it all. I am here. I'm here all. for the smoke, right? I'm here for the Marvel, <laughs> the Star Wars, DC. Come on, DC. You got to pick up your game. Come on, let's yeah. go. You're yeah. better than well, this. 
that, that that's right. I mean, come on, we need we need we need them to bring some of the the, the big guns out. I think, but hey, who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right, look, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Look, send us some some questions. Hit us up on the the gram. Uh, I believe we ha- we have a we had a fan question. We have yeah. So called- shout out shout out to Harry that sent us through our you know he sent us through his rankings for yeah. 2020. So or the Marvel so far that also his like top ten all time. So we'll make sure on one of our podcasts is that we'll hit him back and do our top ten overall. I think yeah. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that. We'll get to that. So yeah, look. So if you've shout out to Harry. Thank you yeah. for you. He loves it. He loves he loves the Marvel. He loves the boys talking Marvel. He's he's all about it. So shout to it. Harry. Look. Yeah. Appreciate the support, brother. Thank you for your um for your, your submission there. And look, if anyone else wants to hit us up, we're on the gram, Sizzle and Quinny. Uh, but look, until next time, we'll be seeing you. Won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. This town's run by me, Wilson Fisk. <sighs> Maya, Maya, don't do this to me. Don't do it. I love you. We've had our differences, <laughs> uh, but I love you. Shut your face. Baby.